You're listening to Spotlight on Business on Newstalk 95.3, Michiana's news channel. Once again, here's your host, Laura Smith. Welcome back to Spotlight on Business. I'm Laura Smith. And joining me today is an interior designer with decades of experience and a beautiful showroom right in downtown Elkhart, Indiana. And you're going to want to go see her and see everything that she has there. I mean, it just it's like something that really you, you think you would see in New York City or San Francisco or even Milan. But her beautiful, beautiful taste has everything, furniture and beautiful goods for your home. It's called Interior Motives. It's at 224 South Main Street in Elkhart, Indiana. And Angie Rockenbaugh is dispelling myths about what it means to work with an interior designer today, which I think is good because I, I think there are people don't know whether they should or they shouldn't or if it's going to cost too much or not. But there's a couple. We talked about pricing for the last um, segment. And what are some of the other myths that come up for you in the business that you would like to tell people to relax about? I think another one that probably people are concerned about when hiring a designer is that they'll have absolutely no input in the overall design. And that in itself is not true. Unless it's John. I mean, John may not have any input in this <laughs> John at all. doesn't want to have any I'm input. Gonna, Angie, I would hand you the key to my house and I'll say, call me when it's done. <laughs> so, no, that is not true. Um, no, absolutely. I want my clients involved. I really value their input because, again, it's getting to design the space that is reflective of them. I want people to come home to their home, not come into something I've designed it's more important that they come home and be like, wow, this is great. This is, I've had a rough day at work, but this is calming to me. This is just where I can just retreat and regroup and rest. So that's one of my goals is just to make it feel like theirs. So absolutely you would have a lot of input in the design process. Even if we do a presentation and you don't like something, that's okay. We, work on making it something that you do like. So, yeah, that's a myth that I think really needs to be dispelled. So you don't come in there and say, this sofa has to go in here or I'm not doing the job. Exactly. I might not be quite so harsh, <laughs> but I might say, have you thought about, just because the size of the sofa just isn't scaled appropriately for the size of the room, maybe we can find it a uh, use for it in another area of the house. So it's not like we go in, and that's something else, too, is another myth, is that I'm going to walk in and say, it all has to go. Well, absolutely not. And I've only done that maybe once, is because this poor, again, <laughs> reverting back to this uh, bachelor that I'd worked with, well, he'd been divorced. She got all the good stuff. So there really wasn't anything left in the house that was worth keeping. And he needed to start a new life. So that in that instance, it was like, Let's get rid of it. Let's start over and make yeah. it yours. Yeah. I have a friend who's getting a new house and she just, and she got a divorce and everything that she had from their house jointly, she got rid of. She put yeah. it on Marketplace or mm -hmm. she just gave it to Goodwill or the Depot in Goshen. And so that's what a lot of people do. They don't want the energy of mm -hmm. stuff from another lifetime or another chapter of their lives to encroach on their new one. Mm -hmm. So I think that makes sense. So is there energy to um, pieces that you pick? And do you find that there's like uh, a good energy or 
not so good energy, negative energy around certain types of things or not really? Not really. I, it, for me, it's just what fits the space and what fits the client. That's what I'm, I'm going after. I want to make sure that I'm respecting the integrity of the house, but I'm also respecting what the client's design and style is. And are you known for, like, if you're working on someone's house and it's mid-century modern, are you the the designer that will go and try to stay um, within the, the kind of the, the year of the house that it was built, that type of thing, mm-hmm. and design it that way? Or do you like to kind of, you know, take an old house and put a whole bunch of modern stuff into it? How do you work normally? So to do a mid-century house, I absolutely love mid-century. That's probably my favorite. I love it. And I've done a few and they are so much fun to do. I try to keep the integrity of the house. However, 1950s amenities are nothing like what we have today. So it does get a new take on it. But it's still when you walk into that house, you know, it's a mid-century modern Mm -hmm. house. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that's so interesting because then you've got the... The, the sort of the tutors and you have the, the ultra moderns and then mm-hmm. the, yeah. So it, it is interesting how you can do that. And you have access to all of this. What do you do when you work on a house? My parents lived in a house from the 1700s in um, Connecticut and they asked me to, to do their house. And it, it wasn't easy all the time to find pieces that really, because the floorboards were still intact. It was the original floorboards, the original fireplace and stuff. It, it's not always easy to find that, but I did go to certain antique places and try to do it the best that I could. Do you, do you do that as well? I do. I think, you know, over the years, you just start to develop this, um, abil- you know, this opportunity to just source and you, you just pick up all these resources and you meet people and you just kind of keep all of that in your back pocket, so to speak. And you draw on those to develop the design that you're working on. I remember when I first met you, you were telling me about that. You said you just work with the most amazing people. They're your team. Mm -hmm. And you said that that makes all the difference in the world as to how you can design a space because you know that you've got this group of people that you work in such synergy with Mm -hmm. that it's it makes the whole process so much more wonderful. It is. And I think we've just worked together for so long that we just feed off of each other. There is an energy in that. And so, you know, if we hit a hiccup, it's we don't see it as a problem. We always call it an opportunity. We call it what it is. And it, nine times out of 10, those opportunities end up being just so cool in, in the end. And it, it's kind of get excited about those, to be honest. Okay, we probably have time for one more myth to dispel this uh, episode of uh, Interior Motives by 321 and Spotlight on Business. What would be your next favorite one? Um, I think probably there were a couple, and we may have to just do this on the next um, episode just to carry on. But I think this one um, is because out of respect for all of the other interior designers in the world, uh, you can have a room or an entire house designed and completed from top to bottom in just a few weeks. Um, I think, you know, watching all of these shows on TV where the whole house is designed and done in four weeks is not realistic at all Mm -hmm. because they don't think they see all of the weeks leading up to this one build that were involved in actually developing the um, the design of it. Mm -hmm. Yes. Mine took a year and a half. Yes. 
because there was a fire that happened during the initial stages of the renovation and after the fire, we had to start from really Mm -hmm. ground zero again from moment one. And so, but the whole thing took a a year and a half. Yeah. And I think people just have to be reminded of that is that prior to HGTV, these projects really did take a long time. And so I just, when people, again, like I had said earlier, when you're pushing the deadline before you're pushing the design, I guarantee it will go haywire and nothing will go right. right. So I've experienced it. It's just so relax into it. Yes. Enjoy the process. Enjoy the process. And, you know, there are times where it's going to get, you know, especially if you're living in the renovation, I get it. So you just have to communicate that to the to the client. If you're going to live here, this is what it's going to be like. And there are going to be times where you really probably should leave. But that's, you know, those are things is it's just not realistic what you see on TV and what real life is. It's mm-hmm. It's not the same. You're part designer, part therapist, I would imagine. For I part am. Of the process. A marriage therapist, <laughs> counselor, <laughs> yes, advocate. I, there's so many hats that we play as an interior designer. And I was sharing with you before you went on air. Clients have no idea what we do behind the scenes. We don't just sit around and pick colors and look at fabrics. We're, you know, Decorating is just such a minor part of what I do. It's all of the stuff that happens to make sure that this project keeps going that I think if they really knew there would be a whole new level of appreciation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Well, I told tell you anybody's lucky that gets you to uh, be the designer on their home. John, you have one I, more I, thing. To I add. wanted to uh, see if I could dispel a couple of myths on my own with Angie. <laughs> uh, Angie uh, myth is that when you get home, all you do is watch uh, do it yourself and HGTV. That is absolutely false. Okay. And then my other myth was, Angie, your house is absolutely perfect, and there is not a single thing inside that you want to change. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) That's funny, because that was the last one on my list. It's so funny. Um, I would have to say that a designer is their own worst client. (laughs) Well, it's always the shoemaker... Children have no shoes. Yes. So there you go. It's probably the same philosophy with everything. It's funny. I've had clients say, oh, I bet I would love to see your house. And I'm standing there shaking my head going, no, you would not hire me if you saw my house. (laughs) Oh, no. It's a fun house. I mean, I designed it for Justin, my husband, and and it really is fun. But, oh, I do this all day long. So when I get home, I'm done. Yeah. That's the last thing you want. Mm -hmm. However, your showroom, Interior Motives by 321, is Absolutely flawless. It is gorgeous. It's kind of place where I just want to go in and stay there and buy things. I want to buy everything when I go in there. Uh, you will too. Go. It's on tw- uh, two twenty four South Main Street in Elkhart, Indiana, right there on the main drag, and uh, surrounded by other beautiful businesses as well. You can reach Angie Rockenbaugh to consult with her about possibly interior designing your home. And how do people get in touch with you? Uh, They can call us um, at 574-262-9616, or you can visit our website at im321.design, and on our website, there's a tab to schedule a consultation. That's im321.design. Angie, thank you so much. Can't wait to have you on next month again. You're listening to Spotlight on Business, and if you'd like to hear this again, we have a podcast page at 953mnc.com. Have a great week, everyone.
If you missed any part of today's show, log on to 953mnc.com and look for the Spotlight on Business podcast. Be sure to tune in again next Sunday afternoon at 4.30 for Spotlight on Business on News Talk 95.3, Michiana's news channel, your breaking news and weather station.